Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Escandalo podcast. <laughs> I'm here with my co-hosts, Ixia, Mayra, and Erica. Welcome what back. Up? Hey. What up? Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who's been giving us, you know, all the feedback with our episodes, giving us, you know, positive feedback, telling us um, with our answering our polls to see what episode we should be doing next and just want to give a quick shout out to our line sister my line sister lauren who you know texted and was like oh my god just listen to your episode it was really funny and everything so just hearing these feedbacks about our conversations just you know this is just an everyday conversation for us but also don't forget to follow us our on our instagram escandalo underscore podcast and also our twitter the escandalo pod so don't forget to follow us on those platforms but for today's episode, we are going to be talking about double standards and gender roles in in a, in a home, especially if you know if you didn't see our post on our Instagram, you saw that we did a little poll where you know um, our parents have two different sets of kids, you know the son and daughter, and obviously the daughters gets more of a stricter parent than the son does so that's a little and I, we all we all could agree all four of us here because we all have brothers and especially when it comes to those double standard roles and everything we, we do have quite some stories of our brothers getting away with things that we would never be able to be caught dead to do <laughs> so um but yeah so i'm just gonna hit it off with my like situation so i am the youngest of five and i have one brother and he is the only boy in the family but oh my goodness will he get away with things that i could possibly never be able to do he'll be able to come home like at seven in the morning and if i did that which i have i would get like so it would just be so bad but but for me it was just different i'm sure everyone else but let's just talk about these gender roles you know how do we feel about it um, what do you think that we're probably lacking in our culture as well, in the, especially in the Latino community? So, um, Erica, do you want to say something about that? Yeah. Um, hey, everybody. So, I have a little too much to say, so I'm going <laughs> to try to limit myself to give everybody a chance to talk. But, um, I don't know. I feel like within my family, I think I can speak a little bit more to, well, a little bit of both. I feel like gender roles for sure was a big thing within our family. Um, You know, my mom was a single mom. And at home, it was just myself, who I was the oldest in the house. And then my younger sister, who is three years younger than me. And then my little brother, who is five years younger. And my mom was always, like, super strict on me. And it was really frustrating because, you know, when you're a teenager, all you want to do is hang out with your friends and do stupid shit. And my mom never let me do that. Like, she never let me be a dumbass teenager. Like, she was just wanting me to be at home, cleaning the house. You know, like, if if, if uh, any of you say, Mom, I'm bored. Like, I kind of didn't do, oh, ¿estás aburrida? Okay, hay que sit en la casa, you know, like, fucking wash dishes, like, like, you're a damn Cinderella, and I was tired of being Cinderella. Like, bro, I'm trying to be out. Like, please, me wash the dishes. Like, what? She's trying you to know? be a so ratchet, Ella. 
it was it was frustrating for me because I feel like like all that responsibility was put on to me at such a young age. And it's crazy. This is something that I'm like that my therapist and I like have talked about recently about like how, you know, we had to grow up a little bit like faster, at least me specifically, because at the end of the day, like, you know, once we were older enough, like, you know, my mom would get babysitters and stuff. So once we were older, it was just like me and my two younger siblings. And so I was kind of like the one that had to make sure like, all right, motherfuckers, like you all need to make sure that you all doing your chores because I'm not trying to have my mom come at home, come home and the house is dirty and then we're going to get, get our ass beat. Not on my watch. So, you know, like, but at the end of the day, I feel like I always had to take the role of like doing everything because my brother, my brother and sister were lazy and we were always arguing or whatever. And yeah, I just feel like it was frustrating and like, I don't know, in a way, I feel like it was just expected of us, too. Like, my mom was, like, we, she wouldn't really, like, you know, put too many chores on my brother, which was frustrating because, obviously, he was a baby of the house. But also, it's like, you know, do you not expect him to wash dishes? Like, why not? Because he's a, he's a boy. Like, why do only me and my sister have to do the dishes? Why do me and my sister only have to be the ones cooking or doing the majority of the cleaning, right? So, like, from the beginning, like, we're in a way, like, being trained to be, like, those, like, I guess, like, trying to be, like, those stay-at-home women, and I resented it so much, like, to this day, I always say, like, you know, and obviously, like, you know, for the right person, like, we can make, you know, we can, like, write a contract or something or make a deal, but, you know, to my future husband, like, I don't know what your expectations are of me, but, like, I'm not, like, the cook you know make you a home cooked meal every day type of bitch like as a matter of fact I feel like I'm the one who wants those home cooked meals from you so <laughs> yeah you know, if you're a yeah. or something you, know, you just love to cook like you know hit me up because me and like cooking and it's not that I hate cooking I'm, I really don't hate cooking I think I'm just like kind of lazy about it because I've had to do it for myself my whole life that I'm just like can somebody just cook me a fucking meal, bro? Like, you know, my little brother, like, to this day, bro, to this day, my mom, my mom, I swear, my mom, like, she, like, because my brother still lives at home with my mom, and of course, like, he, like, helps her buy groceries and stuff, but, like, he'll be like, oh, mom, like, here, I'll buy the food, but you make it for me, and it's like, bro, you're a grown-ass man, you're 20, what, I'm, about to be 31 so he's about to be 26 this year and you're still have you're still having mommy cookie meals like nah bro. like no 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 but like if it was me it's like oh i used to like comida like go cook it for yourself like ah rude so yeah like i don't know and there's just so much more but those are just like basic things that i've kind of like you know had to grow up on and it was really frustrating for me because you know there was never the same level of expectations from like both genders. And to this day, um, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm, there's always more expected of me. Like, um, you know, obviously at my age, like, you know, why don't, why don't I have a partner yet? Or why am I not having kids? Excuse me. Um, and yeah, just kind of hearing that constantly can be very infuriating because it's like, what, why, like, is that your goal for me? Like, to be a mother and kids, like, why can't my goals be bigger than that? Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my little piece for now. I mean, I'll add more to that, but I'll pass it on to, to Myra to kind of give her two cents on, you know, Wait, her experience. Can I just say something real quick? 
Erica, yeah. your business thing already kicking in. Like, I'm going to write a contract for you to sign. You're probably going to get it notarized. <laughs> Listen, if, if we're going to have a prenup, it's going to be about that. It's going to be, like, about the the roles of, of each person because, you know... <laughs> I'm just not like if you if you're expecting me to cook and clean, then you know we're gonna have to hire a personal chef. It's just not gonna be me, bro. I'm sorry. Yes, I am gonna be that bougie bitch because I've never had that, and like I just don't want to be doing that mm. the rest of my life. Like I don't. I'm tired of taking care of other people. Like, can someone just please take care of me for once? Like that's just that's just my reality and. I don't know if any other listeners maybe agree with me, but I'm gonna be a little bit selfish, and yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have to draft up a little contract because yeah. So I have a question, Erica. Like, do you do you feel like because you're saying right now like you're taking care of other like you're tired of taking care of other people? You want somebody to take care of you? Do you think because I because um do you think it's because you're the oldest, or you think it's because it's like gender roles or both? I think it's a little bit of everything. I think it's definitely the fact that, like, uh, you know, like, growing up in a single, like, parent household, like, if you kind of eventually don't, like, have to, like, take care of yourself and, like, others at some point because that single parent is so busy working. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like you deal a lot with that. And then, like, you know, I've also, like, just dealt with a lot of, like, just, crazy things in life where I've had to deal a lot, a lot with just having to take care of stuff on my own and like having to learn things on my own and I'm just I'm just mentally exhausted bro like I'm just tired can can somebody just do something for me just once but it's funny because like when people offer help or whatever like it feels odd. like I don't really like asking for help because it doesn't feel natural to me like I feel like I always have to do things for myself because I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable asking for help. But at the same time, it's like, I would, it would just be nice if somebody would just like, don't even ask me, just, just do it. I feel like that would just be easier for me. Like, Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. That was considerate. Like I didn't, I didn't have to ask you for that, you know? So I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you, gee, but you have to be willing to be taken care of. But I think you answered my question. (laughs) It was more like, um, just do it. (laughs) Don't ask. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what is actually funny? Because um, just recently, I think I told you guys recently, I had this conversation, I called my brother, right? So I was talking on the phone with Julian, for those of you who don't know Julian, Julian is my brother, I have three younger brothers, so I'm the oldest. Julian is the oldest, Sebastian is the middle, the middle brother, and then Diego is the youngest. So I called Julian for I don't know, I don't know what or maybe Julian called me, I don't remember. Vegas, and he girl. said, Huh? Was it for Vegas? But anyways. Oh, yeah, because I needed a dog sitter. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, Julian was like, call Sebastian right now. So I called Sebastian, and apparently Sebastian had a girl over. Okay, Sebastian is fi- – I think he's 15 or 16. I don't know. I think he's a sophomore. No, or a junior. He's a junior now in high school. So he had a girl over to his, like at the house and the girl was in his room and my parents knew about it, right? So my mom let him have a girl over and I was like, what the fuck? 
I would have never been able to have a girl, uh, a girl, a guy over um, at that age. Like I, it would have never even crossed my mind to ask. Um, and I would have never even told my parents about me being romantic, romantic with a, with a boy, like never. I always hid all of my high school boyfriends from my parents because they did not need to know because I was not supposed to be dating. And so that to me was like, what the hell, right? So then I, te- I just texted Julian too, because I was thinking like, okay, um, how different was it for me growing up versus my brothers, right? So just like you, Eric, I was a little Cinderella when I needed to go out, right? So like, oh, I wanted to go to Quince. Oh, you better clean the bathrooms or you better clean the staircases or you better vacuum or you better do this, right? So I texted Julian right now. I'm like, Julian, did you, did, did you do, Julian, do you scrub toilets to be able to go out with your friends? He's like, no, nah, why? And I said, just wondering. Meanwhile, here I was scrubbing up Diego's pee, like seven-year-old pee from the fucking toilet uh, to be able to go out. Like, I hated cleaning the bathrooms. Yo. I, oh, my God. I just, oh, that. That that the trigger. It's a trigger. It is a trigger. And then yeah. So anyway, yeah. I don't know. I haven't talked to my mom about her letting Sebastian have somebody over, and how come I didn't? And I can already, I can already like hear the responses, right? But that just makes me think. Like, had 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 I had had they been sisters, would they be doing that? Would they be letting a guy come over and be in her room, like? No, I don't think so. I do not think so. And also, I Sam had to say was like, oh, the door is going to be open. You know what could happen with doors open? A yep. lot could happen with doors open. <laughs> closet. Yeah, have you done it? <laughs> Yo, y'all, let's keep it PG here. PG. <laughs> um, you know, but just like you know, that, like, you know, like the dating stuff. Like, there are things that my brothers have been able to do that I haven't, like that. Um, and then I wouldn't even think about. Do you think now that your parents are older, they see things differently? Like, they're, it's, you know, with you, it was more like, since you're the first child, they're still trying to figure things out. And now it's like, um, their relationship is a little bit more different with your younger siblings, as in, like, it's more leniency because of their age now that they're older uh i don't know i'm i mean maybe yes but i also think that my brothers have done like more than i have like in terms of getting in trouble <laughs> like, i i mean i don't know i think that i don't i think that if i would have had all sisters it would have been different like i don't think that they would be this lenient with them like julian was Julian, even when I would go visit, like in college, like when I would come back and visit, I had to be home by a certain time. I couldn't be out like, like I couldn't just come home whenever, right? Like I would have to be home by like midnight. And if I wasn't home, my mom would be calling me. And I'd be like, oh, and when um, you, you, you like didn't really talk to your mom about any like boyfriends or your parents about any boyfriends. When was the first time that you like, or I guess, did you like talk to them about any of the guys that you dated? 
and also I guess what I'm po- I'm the question I'm trying to pose is like did you ever feel comfortable talking about it and if you didn't like if the if the thing if things were different you know, like if you if um how am I trying to word this like you know if your if your parents made made, made you feel comfortable like you know what like if you ever like somebody or whatever I want to bring them over like you know we're we're open to it like I'm I mean, I'm sure you would have made it would have made you feel more comfortable, but I guess my question is like, I wonder, I'm wondering how that would have affected, like, just you know, dating in general, you know, as a teenager and and moving forward. Yeah, they never. So the, I think the reason or how my parents found out about my high school boyfriend was because I got caught one day. I got caught. I was like, I had gotten my license and I was driving and I was like, oh, okay, let me go get, uh, my mom needed milk. Oh, let me go get milk. And I, and on the way to go get milk, I would stop at this guy's house and I would be like, hey, you know, like all the volada and shit. And then I think my mom was like, what are you doing? Or I don't remember exactly how, but she was, so he was, I befriended the sister and I knew this guy and I was like, okay. So I would say, oh, I'm going to go to so-and-so's house. And the brother was there. And so, yeah, I think it, they just picked up on it. And then after a while, they're like, well, why do you have to be sneaking around? And obviously my high school brain was like, you know, I didn't have the words to say, well, because maybe you never made it. So I could trust you to tell, to tell you about my boyfriend or because you've told me that I'm not supposed to be dating. And so I'm going to hide it from you. <laughs> Like, you know, but I don't know. I really don't know how it was with Julian because I think that by the time he started dating girls, I was already out of there. I was already gone because I'm so much older. But Julian was open about it. Like, actually, he would actually tell my, I think he even told them because my mom would take him to go get gifts for his girlfriends. See the difference. Yeah, and my mom took, you know what, now that I think about it, my mom even took Sebastian to the store to go get gifts for, Sebastian is way younger, in middle school, took him to go get gifts for his girlfriend. No, so your mom, so your mom would be paying for them. Yeah, here you go. Pretty much. So your mom will be the Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> like your mama, but se pasó. Yeah. <laughs> I like her, but se pasó. Dang, dude, now it's all coming back to me. But yeah, I don't think I don't think it would have been uh and you know what? The gender roles were there for all I feel like not just me, like I think about my family members, like because I'm one of the on my dad's side, I'm the oldest woman, like the oldest, you know, cousin. Like out of all my cousins, I'm the oldest woman. Um on and same thing on my mom's side. And I think that a lot of the other cousins, like I feel like they had similar experiences. Like my my boy cousins got treated way different than us. Like it was just a it was just such a weird double standard. Like I don't know. And I and I'm thinking about Rodrigo. Like, you know, I was able to go to Rodrigo's house. I don't know if my cuñadas were able to have guys over. Like I don't I don't think they were. And his parents didn't make a fuss about him uh, on only one I think that they didn't like, but I don't know. See what I'm saying? And Rodrigo's family is Mexican, so. Hmm. Girl. <laughs> Bruh. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Um, 
Ixia, what about you? Like, how how is it with you? Because, well, I mean, the majority of your siblings are women, right? So, well, you have your twin brother, uh, David, um, and then Caesar. So I'm wondering, like, you know, growing up, este, how was it, like, for you, like, um, and then also, I'm sure, like, it, it was also a little bit different because you were also, like, essentially, like, the youngest in the family, right? So, like, but I'm sure you picked up on things like, hmm, like, why is so-and-so getting this treatment and I'm not, right? Like, um, how was it for you? Girl, I was waiting for my turn. <laughs> Don't get me started. It <laughs> has this long list. <laughs> when we're talking, I was like, uh-huh. where do I start? We're going to need a part two for this, a sequel for this episode. To sum it up, I have a twin brother, same age, right? And, well, you know, growing up, my mom was a single parent, seven kids. Uh, My oldest brother, he's like 15, 16 years older than me. So he left the house very young and got married very young and had kids very young. So I didn't really see that dynamic. And then my older sisters already had moving out already by the time that I could remember and stuff like that. So it was just um, my my sister, Dina, myself, and my twin brother. But, you know, since my sister was considered the oldest, she was more of the, um, I want to say, like, she was a Cinderella and more than I was. Um, and I think it's because she was the oldest and more responsible. And my mom put so much responsibility on her in such a young age. But um, I think between me and her, things were different when it came to dating. But I want to say, like, for me and my brother, um, that shit was whole different. You know, when my uh, my sister Dina, she finally left the house, David and I were the only ones in the house and we're in high school. So David would go, David could go to house parties, but I couldn't. David could hang out at his friend's house, but I couldn't. David could go in whatever time he wanted at school, but I couldn't. David could, <laughs> I could go on and on and on, right? But then I will always ask why. And I would challenge my mom. And, you know, I don't care about the mouth that I have. Well, sometimes I do. <laughs> but, you know, I questioned it. <laughs> and then my mom would say, because I'm a girl. And then um, I remember my mom would come home from all the way from Palos Verdes, all the way in South Central. And it was such a long drive. So, um, I was the one cleaning the house and making sure the house was clean and reheating the food that my mom cooked the day before so she could have a home-cooked meal, you know, something. While David is playing his video games and and hanging out with his friends, pretty much. I, you know, and I was just like, why? It's not fair. So I never went to a house party in my life in high school. Like the flyer parties, I mean. You know, the flyer parties where it was a shit mm-hmm. back then, you know, in 20, you know, early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> and um but I couldn't go and I will always be bummed out because I always wanted to go to one of those. But um it is just I could I could remember when um David was so madly in love with this girl named Alba. Alba, Alba, right? And <laughs> but David could date Alba, right? But could I date? No, I couldn't date. And then when I first had like um it was like a friend and it was getting serious, you know, else to be more than a relationship. Um, <laughs> David caught us hugging. <laughs> and then he told my mom, David ratted me out. David he ratted, ratted me- you out? And I remember, and I had to have an intervention with my older sisters and my mom saying why I couldn't date what? somebody my age. Because you got hugged? <laughs> I mean, there was other stuff, but... <laughs> 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 
is all like, ew, like you're gross. And then he went and go call my mom. Oh and my god. It was in South Central, so you know, it was nice to have somebody to walk me, you know, at the bus stations and stuff like that. So, anyways, long story short, they invited me out and I had a whole intervention with my older sister, Jessica, and my mom, and they gave me a list of reasons why I could not date and that I had to break it off with that friend. What what was on the list? I don't remember. I was so pissed at David. Mm, I can't remember. But they gave me a bunch of like like this is the reason why and you need to break that off right now. Like, why would you lie to us? And it's like, uh, not even David, if you, yeah, and I'm like, this if you ever listen to this podcast, we, we, we gonna get on that ass. Who, David? You know, I could go get yeah. him now. <laughs> Where is he? He's, he's just got home from Vegas. And David's <laughs> home from Vegas. So, but going off to college, oh yeah, and <laughs> I was already like 20, graduated college and everything, but I was living at home because I couldn't afford to move out. And I would sneak out my house to go have fun <laughs> over somebody's house. Or I would tell my mom sleep over my friend's house just because I didn't want to get caught. And I was already over 21. And then David over here ratting me out to my mom, telling him, oh yeah, your daughter will be sleeping here. I was like, dang, Again? David. He ratted you out again? And then all my sorority sisters, if you know my twin brother, you already know who he is. He's a little scandalous. But, um, <laughs> when David started smoking weed, I would tell my mom, David's doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and David, would David get in trouble? David's doing drugs. She's like, <laughs> she's like, David's doing drugs. <laughs> I'm like, Mota, Marijuana. Oh, no. I mean, my mom got... Isn't my mom, she stopped disciplining us after the age of 12. But I oh. think that it, things were like... With me and my mom, it was more like... She wouldn't get physical with me, but she would tell me... She would talk to me like, you better not do this or you're getting kicked out of the house. So it was always like, if you ever end up pregnant, you're getting kicked out of the house. And stuff like but that. if you're... But if your brother got a girl pregnant, would he get kicked out? No, he wouldn't. Yeah. And that's, like, one of the things that I wonder, too. Like, like at least when I think of, like, the gender roles that I had with my family. Like, I know that my brothers were expected to be able to do stuff outside. Like, maybe, like, the dating part. Como que no se preocupaban. But at least with, like, uh, Julian used to have to help my dad in the garage all the time. To go out, like learning how to do mechanic stuff or learning how to do like uh, mow the lawn, which I was never expected to know or do. And thank God, because I wouldn't have been good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, you know, when I talk to Albert about these things, because my boyfriend, he's the oldest. So a lot of responsibility was put on him. And he has a younger sister. And I'm the youngest. And I don't know, sometimes I feel like, Things are meant to be because he's I'm the youngest and he's the oldest. You know, I like being taken care of and he just takes care of me. But um <laughs> but um I, I just think that when I talk to his mom about things because we talk about things like this with Albert's mom and he and she has that old school mentality, it's like because you know, the girl should be, you know, they were taught that the women should be in the kitchen and men should just be working. So she would tell me like as the kids were growing up, she wished she had a different mentality. 
because she unfortunately put instilled those those type of thoughts into her kids, you know. And now as an adult, and her kids are an adult now, they talk things out. And then, you know, that's what they were taught from a very young age. And I think that sometimes it brings from generation to generation. But my brother ain't freaking bringing no fucking food to the table. <laughs> my brother ain't paying my bills. But I'm paying the bills. I'm helping put food on the table. But anyways. Hey, real quick, though. Does David does David know how to cook? Like, has he ever made, like, a cook, a home-cooked meal or, like, himself or even for, like, any of his girlfriends or for the family? See, when David get the munchies and stuff like that, now that he's, like, shit. I'm not talking about, like, no eggs, scrambled eggs type of shit. I'm talking about, like, a, a whole durin David, David likes uh, chicken, so that's usually that's the uh, main anyways. But he be cooking. Yeah, but... I mean, I could go on and on and on, but I think that I could hear David right now in the kitchen trying to make himself something to eat. But um, but no, until this day right now, my mom is all like, oh, es que el negro no ha comido. Es que el negro tiene hambre. Viene de trabajar con hambre. And I'm like, what about me? Yeah. Oh, hey, mama. Mm-hmm. I've been cleaning her out. So you know what happened last week? I came home with a home-cooked meal for mama. Good. I called my mama out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't be afraid of you should yep <laughs> but anyways that's it for my ted talk <laughs> <laughs> well i guess like how do you how do you guys like now like how do you all make sure that because i can hear that we're all upset kind of to an extent about the gender roles like what the hell is this uh bs but i guess i'm so very upset <laughs> I could go on. I could, I could talk about this shit for the rest of my life, okay? So, I mean, what do you guys do moving forward? Like, how do you guys kind of defy those or not? Br- like, do you bring them into your relationships? Like, how do they come up in your relationships? How honestly, do you want to be as a parent? <laughs> honestly, for me, I've gotten, I guess, used to, you know, giving my dad the food, um, the meal first, right? Or, like, serving my brother or so-and-so. Like, I, I brought that into my marriage with Weddle. Like, I serve him anything, like, he wants. I, I serve him his plate. I, when we're at parties, I serve him his plate, too. You know, I clear out his plate as well. Like, that's that's what I'm used to. But for some reason, I, I enjoy doing it in a weird way. Like, I don't know why, but it's just, I don't know. Like, because every time when I will be, like, there at my, at, you know, at my house, when we were when we would um, serve, you know, I'll serve food to my dad or whatever. And as a little girl, we'll play as a, I guess as a game or like I'll play like restaurant or you know when I was a kid, you know, at that time. But now that I had now that I'm married, I literally bring that into the marriage. I'm like, qué soy? Oh my gosh, what is this? But like I don't know, like it's just something that I'm so used to it, but. Uh, besides that, like, I was just telling Maya, like, you know, I'm being domestic today because I'm, like, cleaning the house. <laughs> like, this is me cleaning the house right now, you know? And then, but, like, I don't cook. I try to cook. I try to be, like, those, you know, home cook, homemakers, but I cannot cook to save my life. <laughs> my cooking is, we got dino get nuggets. Fryer. Get your air fryer. Trust me. That's what I did I with I was being domestic today. I in an air fryer? Yeah, and get your little rice maker, girl. Rice maker, but I don't use. I don't know. I'm just scared to use it. Like, so I got he got his little Dino nuggets, his little Kraft mac and cheese in the pantry. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but like it's just weird like i remember my brother um we old, when we got older he would tell me stories that he'll come home like because he'll sleep in the living room and we live up in the two-bedroom apartment and he'll and he'll be the one sleeping in the living room while all the girls sleep in the bedroom my parents have their own bedroom and he'll tell me stories of like he'll come home like at 7 a.m and obviously no one would notice because he'll, his bedroom's the living room and or like He'll wake up and then he'll just leave and then we'll think that he he'll leave like early in the morning to go to work or to go to school like no because he's or coming back because he's just coming back from like going out being out all night so i just remember my like it's just that it's just weird but my dad never taught taught us how to do change tires or he barely taught us like we were older to how to pump gas because he was like no 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 this is not for a senora and like for a little girl to do i'm like okay dad it was just that lifestyle, but yeah, I did bring that over to the marriage, like serving, serving Grant, serving the white man. No. <laughs> I want to add, I want to add, because I just got a little pumped. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not married, but um, I do live with my boyfriend. And growing up, my mom would say that the men should be, you know, served first. It should be in, um, in a a glass uh, or a ceramic plate. It couldn't be plastic. It couldn't be, and even the cups, it had to be the, the glass cup. And um, that's what I was taught. But um, I would always fight it growing up. I would always fight it. But, you know, when I did with for Albert, I don't mind serving him because he has also served me. During the weekday, he cooks for me. And on the weekend, I cook for him. And, you know, with the air fryer, no carne asada. Anyways, so... <laughs> I don't mind doing it because he does for me. But see, and that's what I'm talking about, Isa, like that, that, like, at least that's being reciprocated, right? Like, yeah. it's not, like, he's not expecting you to always, you know, serve him or do things for him. Like, he's actually doing it for you as well. And yeah. I feel like that's really important because if you're just, if he were just sitting around me like, hey, where's my, I'm hungry. Where's my, where's my sandwich? And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what have you ever yeah. in your sandwich? It's who you think you're talking to? No, but. Right. <laughs> but when you go to family parties or when I go to his side of the, his side of the family, he serves me. And I'm like, but what are they going to think? You know? And he was like, it's okay. It's like, I'm serving you. So it's like, but I might find questions. Even- I serve him because my sisters tell me. Like, hey, you're not going to serve him? And it's like, no, nah, he can serve himself. But so I just do it at my family functions, and then he does it for his family functions where he serves me. It's kind of weird. But even, like, having that thought, right, of, like, that, like, the fear of being judged by, like, either your own family or their family or just people in general because you're not doing, I guess, what's expected of you, right? And I feel like that for me is frustrating because it's like you know why should i have to fear your judgment you know what i mean like i shouldn't care about what you're thinking like if if this is already like kind of an understanding if he wants to serve his own food like why is that a motherfucking problem let him serve his food and let him serve me too the fuck like (laughs) it's not that it's not that complicated like it's not uncommon it's not it's not like not normal it's a normal thing but People just want to, I feel like that really perpetuates these gender roles, right? And, I, and then people, like, really need to stop breaking that. Like, they need to start breaking those those gender roles. And, like, um, I I keep thinking about, like, this whole, um, 
this whole like you know pregnancy thing right like i feel like you know i'm i'm curious to know if if us as as a community as um latinos um or just other ethnicities right where we have very strict and very like you know we're very biased about like generals or whatever um, if we were more open about conversations of pregnancy, right, and sex and consent and all that stuff, like what, how would those rates of pregnancy, you know, be affected? Um, how would the re the relationships and the dynamics of the family, you know, work out? Because you know the fact that that women are like, shit, I'm pregnant at 18 and I already know I'm about to get kicked out of the house, so I gotta figure stuff on my own. Like, you know, why? Why? I mean, yes, it sucks, but at the same time, it's like, why can't your family just be supportive instead of just being like, oh, go figure shit out on your own, right? Like, mm -hmm. it, it's, yeah, that, I think that for me is very frustrating, and I, and I'm wondering, like, you know, how long is it going to take for that to change it, or if it's ever going to change? Yeah, it takes, it takes us, our generation. Yeah. It's our generation that changes that, and I think that is, we are a group of women that we don't have kids right now you know we strive for to further our education and we chose not to have kids um but that's where it also comes in where it's like um oh but yeah now now they're talking about the age it's like now when you're gonna have a kid and it's like people don't know that um who struggle with fertility for uh, oh my god i can't even say that word fertility uh people don't know that and then and it could be a topic for another another uh, podcast, but I struggle with that. I'm borderline PCOS. And it's just like, we could go more on topic in another podcast, but it's like, it's also that. It's like now we're in a, I don't know. I just changed the conversation, but I get what you're saying, Erica. <laughs> but, you know, Erica, I think that what you're mentioning, um, I think about that a lot because I feel like that happened with my parents. Like my mom got pregnant when she was in high school with me and my dad's family made him get married to her because that's what you do. You have a kid, you get married to somebody, right? And really, like if you think about it, like not to get into too much details, but I feel like when you get into a relationship, it shouldn't just be for kids, right? And I think that's what you're getting at is like you, we – our culture has like these gender norms that are like, okay, if you get pregnant, te vas con el muchacho, and that's that. You're no longer like, for some reason, you're no longer allowed to stay at the house. And it's like, if, like we were to have, if we were to have these conversations with our kids or with our daughters about like, this is what, you know, you know, sex is normal. Having sex is like part of life. And if you get pregnant, you know, that's, we're going to support you regardless and you don't have to get married to get pregnant or to, you don't, you don't have to get married because you're pregnant. Like, I think those conversations would look different because, um, because I think that's also a gender, a gender norm for men too. Like you have a kid, pues, hazte, hazte el hombre and take care of your kids. But what does that mean? Right. Does that mean making them get married? Does that mean, you know, being a financially supportive dad or an actually emotionally supportive father, like, you know, and I think that those, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot that we could talk about about that. Like, yeah, I think that, that starts with us, like with us, 
looking at what it is to be a man and or, and or a woman and like what comes with that right thank girl i like what you said yeah. <laughs> because also too i know we are women and we talk about our perspective but also uh for men too it's like um you know like i mentioned it's like oh the men you know they go to work and they bring the bread in while we just stay submissive or mm-hmm. or at home pretty much and you know what? Like, I've had this conversation with Rodrigo because Rodrigo's in the military and he's going to get out. He'll he'll be at retirement, like, by the time he's 40. And I'm like, we're going to be youngish, right? Like, by that he's time. He is waiting to be that, that same yeah, um, no, legit. I asked, like, what do you want to do when you get out? And he's like, I don't know. I'll probably be a stay-at-home dad or a trophy husband. Like, go to the gym <laughs> and take care of the kids. And in my mind, at the first when he told me that, I was like, why do you want to do that? And then I was like, Myra, you need to check yourself, right? Because that's like the, that's like your gender, like the gender roles coming in. Because what what is wrong with him staying at home and taking care of the kids? What is wrong with him wanting to go to the gym and look good for his wife? Like, shit. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. he, he's earned it. Like, he's worked his ass off these past 20 years. And so... I think that that's where it also comes in, right? Like we need to check ourselves too, because sometimes we're like, oh, we need, we want to get with it like that. He's a 10, but he doesn't make enough money. It's like, those are gender norms coming in. Like, okay. Like, I don't know. But then again, you don't want to be with a deadbeat. Like, you know, he's a 10, true. but true. you know. True, true, true. Hey, there, there, wanna- there's a give or take. There's a give or take. You gotta build them up, you know? That's, that's, there's a partner. Yeah. Well, and it's like, exactly. It's a partnership, so you both have to be contributing, right? Like, mm-hmm. but you know that's a norm now. I see a lot of stay-at-home fathers. Yeah, yeah. It's normal. Then, you know, work, yeah, when I'm at work and I see parents um, going in and asking about their kids, and it's more fathers, I get like I kind of get um, tripped out a little bit. And I'm like, because usually it's the moms. That go and check on their kids' education rather than the father. So I always get, I was like, I have to check myself again. Mm-hmm. Well, and so I had, um, I saw this post on Facebook that says like, that said that, I think it said something like, um, dads do what moms do and they're considered like the bare minimum, right? Like clean, like take care of the kids, like give them their food, bathe them, whatever, and they're considered great dads. Moms do moms do that and work, and they're just normal, like normal moms, right? So oh my god, I, I think I saw that too. Or something yeah. similar to it, where um, it, the dad was like taking care of the the child and was called um, babysitting and then praising them, and then the mom taking care of the child. But then that's considered parenting. So yeah. Kind of like yeah, and I and I and I really don't like that. Like I really like. And people say, oh, my gosh, your husband, your or the baby daddy taking care of the kid. That's so nice. That's so good. It's like, the fuck? Like, I mean, you have to take care of the kid. That's the father. Like, we don't, like, the women or the mothers don't get praised or don't be like, oh, my gosh, she's taking care of the, of the, of their kid. That's so nice. That's so sweet. Like, we don't get that. Or, like, you know, women don't get that. Or mothers don't get that in a sense. It's like, oh, okay, you know, they're with the mom. But when the father takes care of the kid, it's like, oh, my gosh. It's like the it's like the praising like oh my god he throws this man a parade because he took care of his own <laughs> kid he's actually parent it's like dude like are you kidding me girl 
you know, it's it's um one thing that I, another thing that I'm thinking about too is like this whole like um gender roles and gender expectations and how that also affects like um like your mental health right mm. and I, I keep thinking about that video that you sent us Myra with that therapist mm. um and I and um that's like a, honestly that's like a whole other topic in itself but I just keep thinking in general like you know I feel like um all these issues right like maybe men being uh emotionally unavailable or not being good fathers or what have you right like all a lot of that uh stems from the way that they grew up right like all these expectations that was were put on them but they maybe also grew up in situations where they didn't have both parents so they didn't get that love and care and affection that they needed as a child and so you know it's all like repressed trauma and so my point is, you know, if we have these conversations from the get-go, right, with both with both women and, and, and men and girls and boys and just people in general, like, we could be, like, transforming, you know, things little by little because I'm just tired of it. I'm just so tired of coming across people that, like, haven't, like, you know, dealt with their trauma. And we're, I'm, now I'm getting into another segment, but... um. I, that definitely has a lot to do with gender roles too, because I feel like, um, you know, in a way, like something that I've seen, uh, like even like just in dating wise, it's like a lot of men, uh, like, you know, maybe not being super faithful to partners or whatever. And I, sometimes I feel like that's supported by their parents. Like, and uh, not to put my brother's business out there, but I know he's not going to listen to this shit. I know nobody, nobody, nobody in my family is listening to my podcast. So I'm going to talk a little bit about his situation. So recently he has been like dating this girl for like a couple of months. Honestly, it's probably, it was probably like a year or whatever. And, um, and so we all knew about her, right? Like my mom and my, my, uh, sister and I, and so, you know, she was like spending the night sometimes at home, which again, it's like, had that ever been one of us that would not, that would not be the case. And so I was like, okay. And so then, you know, um, a couple months later, like this was like recently, like my mom called me. And so we're just catching up. And so I'm like, oh, so how's like my brother or whatever. She's like, oh, well, déjame contarte que, you know, like, I guess he's not like really with the other girl anymore. But he's still kind of seeing her. And why did he like bring a different girl over the other day? And he told me like, hey, ma, like, you know, kind of like watch my back. And I was like, what the hell? Yo, when my mom told me that, I literally, I went the fuck off. Like, Are you kidding me right now? So you're telling me that you supported this man to bring another female into this house after he had just brought the other female like a few days ago? Like, no, that is not what the fuck we are about to be doing right now. I literally like went off on my mom because I was like, "Mom, are you serious right now? Like, you're supporting this whole shit?" Maybe I was also triggered because you know of my own terrible experiences with men, but like that situation really triggered me, and I was like, "Man, I was like, you know what, Mom, I'm gonna have to call you later because I, I cannot. Like, this was really like whatever." So. I didn't talk to her for like a whole week. Uh, and so when we talked again, she was like, uh, listen, so like, you know, I talked to your brother 
And, you know, like, I was just asking him, like, you know, what's good with these two females? Because, you know, I'm not going to be allowing him to do that either. So I think, like, me bringing that up to her, like, made her, like, have that conversation. Because I know that if I hadn't brought it up to her, she would not have had the conversation with him. Um, But, yeah, like, when, like, just listening to that, I was like, like, let's 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 reverse the roles like let let that have been my sister and she had just brought a dude over and then the next yeah. one she brings another dude let's see how that would have went because my mom would have she would have been, been off, off on your mom, mom. Okay. Was, I mean, your, your mom so like shit like that bro shit like that really like gets to me because i'm like no bro like as a as parents as sisters and brothers or whoever we just really gotta do better like come on mm-hmm. you guys like like no, that is so unacceptable. Mm-mm. Dude, but your mom already told him like the next time, like, hey, I don't do that in my house or what? No, yeah. So then, you know, my brother and I, like, you know, we we like rarely talking about this because like he refuses to answer my phone calls. But like, even like two weeks after that, like I called him. Uh, oh, I called him because they told me that he had recently got COVID, so I was just checking up on him or whatever. And so I was like, hey, so, like, what's good with you? Like, what's going on with this? Because, you know, I also know him, and he doesn't really like people in his business. So I have to give it a little bit of time, right? So <laughs> I've seen my two, <laughs> too intrusive. And so he was like, no, like, yeah, like, you know, me and that other girl just didn't work out or whatever. And I told him, I was like, listen, you know, you're a grown man. You're going to do what you're going to do. But let me find out that you're over here being a fucking little dirty hoe. I'm fucking whoop your ass. And he's just started laughing. He's like, no, I know. Like, I'm not like that. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, let me find out because I'm not that sister that's going to support your whole wings. Like, and, you know, and I guess sometimes I don't know where I land with this, right? Because I think when when you're young, I mean, he's young, right? He's 25. Um... Like, realistically, is he ready to, you know, get married and have kids? No, right? Like, he's he's a very young, uh, you know, he's still a very young adult. But I don't know. I guess I, I don't know what your guys' take on it is. I think I'm still struggling with it because I'm having a trouble, like, uh, I guess, like, uh, differentiating that fine line between, like, you know, the age thing and also, like, maturity, right? Like, um also like men take a lot longer to mature regardless right of age than women um but yeah I don't know how to go like how to go I guess how to support or how to have those conversations with my brother because I feel like everybody else is like leave him alone like my sister literally said that she was like so what like he's young let him be a hoe and it's like really like we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have that talk like I don't know how I feel about it and so like maybe Myra, like you can speak on it a little bit more because you have, you know, three younger brothers. Like, how would you go about having those conversations or even like that thought process of like, is it acceptable for like, you know, let's say for example, like Julian to have like multiple girlfriends here and there, like because he's young, like would that be acceptable to you because he's a young guy mm-hmm. and whatever? No. So Julian is infamous for having different hoes in area, different area codes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Julian. I'm putting you on blast, but yo, not not cool. Yeah, but he no. I think that with Julian, I always talk like my thing with him is like, okay, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna be messing around like with different people like sexually, then do it. 
but be safe about it. Like, that's my thing with him is like, and of course, I would have never condoned that when he had a girlfriend. Like, when he had a girlfriend, it's like, you're in a relationship because you're in a relationship and don't be, don't be doing that. And I think that Julian, given like our, like our family history and like the way that my dad is, he's kind of taken that seriously. Like, he doesn't want to be like that. Um, But my thing with Julian is, and all, and all of my brothers, like, just be safe. Like, don't, I mean, sex is sex and they're going to have it. Just don't be, don't make me a tia too soon. Like, <laughs> No, and even if they did, like, it would be whatever. But I just, I think my biggest thing is, like, being careful about it. Like, and obviously consent too, right? Like, and I think that consent goes both ways because, you know, they could be drunk or they could be, like, high or whatever and like oh yeah we're gonna have sex and then all of a sudden it's like oh no and it's like okay remember that no means no regardless of what regardless of what is going on or if they said yes before that and that's just like where I stand with him um but yeah like I've seen Julian swipe left and right all over the place (laughs) (laughs) I'm like you need to be careful but I guess in a way you do bring up that point right of like if there's a relationship established Mm -hmm. and I think um yeah I mean I don't know like I've been thinking about this a lot and maybe I'm just thinking about it too much and I don't know but like you know I think about like when you're young right obviously you're young and I don't know you all of a sudden learn about love or whatever but like I don't know, in a way, I feel like, you know, you're so young. Like, what business do you have having a boyfriend? Like, you're 15. You don't you haven't even lived. What the fuck do you know about having a boyfriend? Um, so, I don't know. I kind of have mixed feelings, but, but I, I don't know. Maybe more than that, right. Erica. I don't think it's just, like, about having a boyfriend. I think that when kids or, like, teenagers get into relationships, it's about, like, experiencing right like we're growing up they're growing up and they want to have this attachment and this intimacy with somebody else I don't think Mm -hmm. it's really like about that and some people just want to have sex like to be quite honest and they probably learned it from their parents like you need to be in a relationship to have sex or whatever right but like I mean I don't know and I think that if women were to have done like what your brother's doing or what if I was to be doing what Julian was doing um, I would have been slut shamed for sure. Like, dude, for- we all would have been slut shamed for that. Yeah. We all would have been called names. We all would have been like every name in the everyone would look at us wrong. We would be called easy. Mm-hmm. But for the guys, they're like, oh, he he's just playing. He's just a pimp. He's just you know he's young. He needs he's, to live a little. Being, it's he's fine. just being a boy too. Yeah, yeah. and that's you know, I, the double standard. <laughs> I have a niece, right? Not to put her on blast, but I know she don't listen to this. Um, <laughs> Dude, they like, know all of them are going to be like, hey, I finally heard your podcast. I know right? Julian listens to this, so sorry, Julian. <laughs> I'll probably call him after this. Uh, my niece, um, she is six years younger. Yeah, she's six years younger. She's like 23 or around there. Anyways, um, she's a she uh, she's a hoe. <laughs> she's even actually active she's actually active uh, i called her i was like dang girl you're a little skunked you know I'll be <laughs> but, um you know <laughs> but you know like i tell her that um you know if you're in a relationship you're committed and she is but if she's fooling around to be safe 
and to know who she's fooling around mm-hmm. and then and then she has to make sure those people she's fooling around with because you know you just have to be careful out there and then um she's like no i know i know but it, it's just like um you know, me and my sister talk, and my sister's like, I'll defend my daughter, because if it was us back then, yeah, we would be slut-shamed, but um, my niece is having fun. She's having mm-hmm. a good time, and, um, you know, and we talk, and I give her advice, and, you know, she listens, but I know that she's being safe out there, and I know she ain't playing, you know, she ain't messing around like how I originally thought she was, but, <laughs> but I, I think that it's just... Um, you know, I think this niece, I always I always use her as an example. She's the one that brought she was the one that brought mental health into our family, that she normed that behavior. She she norms a lot of behavior and she's the oldest cousin, right, for the youngest uh younger cousins. And I and I applaud her for that. And unfortunately she had to go through all of that, but um she's setting up that that um Pretty much like an example for the like, like, like breaking those theory or like yeah yeah or that standard norm standard mm-hmm. and then yeah but I'm pretty proud of her I'm like do your thing girl you educated you got a job you got a car you pay your own bills fuck it okay. have fun yeah have for fun. sure dude. be safe mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all know her you guys know her <laughs> yeah she's cool. No, I, I admire you. You're right. Like, you know, we, we don't, we need to stop using the word, oh, we just, they're just being sexually active. But mm-hmm. That's calling them being a hoe in my eyes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, check yourself, Ixia. Mm-hmm. Este, yeah, just be safe, safe out there, you guys, because... You don't know. You don't know where these people been. Some people are dirty, but yeah. Um, okay. Well, any any last comments? Any last uh, thoughts about this? I feel like we are literally just scratched the surface because I feel like I have so much more to say. But we're you know we're nearing the hour already, so we don't want to you know hold it up too much. But Myra, Isabella, any last comments? Honestly, no, just I, like you know, stand your ground and things like that. You know, like what <laughs> Erica is gonna be like, they're advocating pitch, pitchfork and everything. Like I'm not gonna go. <laughs> no, but honestly, just just stand your ground and just talk. If you're in a you know romantic relationship or partnership or anything, just know where your boundaries are, especially if you are dealing with those double standards. Just stand, yeah, just stand your ground and know what, you know, what you can do, what they can do, or just, you know, talk it out. That's my little thing right there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like you said, Vanna, just setting those boundaries. I think, like, when it comes to kind of, like, break, breaking those gender norms or steering away from, like, double standards is, like, setting those boundaries and having those real and, like, open um, conversations with people so they know, like, hey, like, it's okay to not, uh, I guess, uh, be a part of the norm, right? Quote unquote. Um, like, you know, things, we're in 2022, bro. Like, just, I'm gonna leave it at that. We're in 2022. And if, if you're still in the 1950s, you need to cash the fuck up. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta tell my mom. I'm just kidding. She was not in the 50s. She was not born in the 50s. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this conversation or this podcast segment was entertaining and also like made you guys think. And I'm sure that these are thoughts that um, the majority of our listeners have already been, already been thinking and talking about. Uh, but definitely like share share with us like your comments or experiences DM us as always we definitely want to share um, you know your comments on our stories and and uh, yeah continue to share um, the you know the conversation and yeah I, you know one you, I forgot who mentioned it but like we need to get a man we need to get like a male aversion a male like perspective like we need to get a male guest on our it's podcast so if we have any contenders that are open and willing to like join our podcast send us a dm or text us individually because we would be more than happy to have you on board i feel like that would be a very interesting topic or segment um but yeah as always thank you so much for tuning in and continue to follow and share our podcast, our social media pages. We truly, truly appreciate it from the bottom of our heart. And we look forward to continuing to engage with you guys and have more interesting conversations. So um, that is it for today. And until next time.